With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to the Pat Podcast special Christmas edition where I decided to be fancy. If this is your first time joining us at the Pat Podcast, please keep in mind that we do have a YouTube channel, which you are most likely watching this from. If not, you're listening to this on the audio podcast, which I am just as thankful for. And I didn't realize this, but apparently you can leave iTunes reviews, which can be very helpful to us here. And I would really appreciate something like that. Also, there's a bell button next to the subscribe button, if you would be so kind as to click that. If you like what you have to say, see here, then it would help us out tremendously. So the first question on nobody's mind is, where the hell have I been? How dare you? No. I, amongst other things, had a few medical issues, but uh, everything's fine. I mean, I went to the doctor again. And for those of you that have listened to past Pat podcasts, it's never a fun experience for me going to the doctorb. They, they tend to aggravate me. I, I tend to have problems with being in a crowded room full of sick people. It's not the sick people's fault. It's my fault because I tend to overreact in those situations. Well, I always assumed that I had anxiety problems. I always assumed that I had blood pressure problems. But guess what? It is now clinically confirmed that I have both. Also was told, hey, you're too fat. And I'm like, okay, well, doctor, that's a good call. All right. No, no, I'm not mincing words. I see. I love this doctor. Because he's extremely competent, he's extremely to the point, he knows what he's talking about, but he's very straightforward with what it is he says. And I personally prefer that. I need that. I need the blunt, here's what's going on. I can't take the hints, hey, by the way, you know, maybe uh, you should watch what you eat and your salt intake and, uh, you know, just, you know, get on the treadmill for a little, no, just flat out tell me, hey, you know what? You need to put down the pumpkin pie. You need to stop eating yourself into a coffin and perhaps maybe do something about it if you want to see past 40 genius. I, I He didn't say it exactly like that, but I mean, he could have, and I still would have respected him. You'll notice the camera is a little bit different. Uh, if I can help it, it won't be tilted, but you might notice it tilted, and that's fine. I'm trying something new, mostly because I wanted to do something different. But just to conclude on the medical stuff, I'm fine, everything's fine. I decided to, after all this time, resume making a Pat podcast. Um, actually, the, the Jackass Express is on a hiatus. I thought this was a good thing because with Thanksgiving and, and Christmas and everything else that's coming up, it's, it's very difficult for us to maintain a consistent schedule because we got so many responsibilities to our families, to our jobs, and it's not always easy to be able to sit down every so often and record for even 30 to 40 minutes, it can just be a nightmare to get it prepared only to find out that, hey, it, di it didn't work. Which, by the way, I have a story to tell you. I actually recorded this podcast yesterday. How's that even possible? I recorded this podcast yesterday for 40 minutes. 
the longest pat podcast I'd ever done because I thought, hey, it's a special Christmas edition. Why not? At the very end of it, I go and I look at my OBS and I realize I had not turned on my microphone. That's right. You have 40 minutes of me staring into the camera, bobbing my head like a clown. As you can imagine, it was very frustrating because it took me all day to set up just something very simple to make it look Christmas-like so that, you know, people would be very happy about it. But no, I, forgetting the most important thing about a podcast is that you have to actually be able to be heard. So yes, I, um, I was very disappointed. I moved on. I got more rum into my uh, special Christmas vacation eggnog mousse here. Which, by the way, yes, I love Christmas Vacation. It felt appropriate to rant about a few things that are specifically noticeable to me now that we are in the holiday season. I'm sure many of you are aware that I have a certain feeling about a certain superstore in El Paso, specifically. Nationwide phenomenon, but specifically in El Paso, it's an interesting animal, and it's called Walmart. I often refer to this as the JAE Zombie Training Ground. And look, I'm not trying to pick on you, Walmart. I know this isn't your fault. It's a culture that was kind of cultivated by people who go there and tend to see it as a uh, vacation venture, as an outing, as if going to the movies. But I've seen, especially my age group, and younger than mine, especially teenagers, go there and they do something like hanging out inside of a Walmart and they walk in groups. I guess one of them decided that they were going to go purchase some milk or eggnog or something and they said, hey, would everybody else in my circle of friends like to come along? So you see the cluster of teenagers walking through Walmart and I would personally say let's go to the park instead let's go to Barnes and Noble let's go someplace fun but Walmart they do that and and if you're able to avoid said groups of herds of of uh, directionless people you are able to classify yourself as a zombie survivalist in my opinion because they dart and they dodge and they they attack at certain times you'll be standing innocently looking at the the cereal you will decide to yourself hmm captain crunch should be more than acceptable today but you are unable to make it out of the aisle in one piece simply because they are standing in there having a convention about something that has nothing to do with being at the store they act as though they met each other there but it's pretty clear they came together because then they take off in a group as well and then they give you the look like well, you're in, I guess you're going to, we have to move because of you. And I'm like, get out of the way, children, get out of the way. At least go someplace interesting. Go talk inside the electronics section where there's televisions you can look at. The, the, the several technology things that you can look at. I should also mention as I'm drinking the rum, I tend to get a little bit of a really bad, bad, borderline offensive Irish accent. So please forgive me. I'm not sure why it happens. It just does. I'm not really at that point yet, but I just want to give you a preview. In any case, nothing out of the normal, but specifically these last few times that I've gone to collect groceries to find the Fruity Pebbles and come home to my safe home and enjoy said Fruity Pebbles, I've noticed something, a dangerous trend that has bothered me. And yes, it's 
watching people wear their pajamas to Walmart. I realize many people do this. I, I understand that in some cases there's a necessity. It's, let's say, 6 o'clock in the morning, a tired mother needs to run to the store to get formula for their child because they're ran out, diapers, formula, whatever. And you can tell these people because they're in a hurry, they don't particularly like being in Walmart, they grab what they want and they, and they leave. But then there are those that are wearing pajamas, specifically candy cane pajamas, cloud-shaped pajamas, and so forth, and they're strolling through Walmart as if the whole world is prepared to watch someone walk through what they feel is the equivalent of their living room at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. 3 p.m. in the afternoon is when I observed this offense. And it made me think, when are there acceptable times to be able to walk in a Walmart in your pajamas? My first response was never. But my second response was the, la the former of what I said, the mother who needed to run to go get something real quick, and that's fine. Also acceptable, children under the age of 10. It's possible that they were on a road trip and they needed to stop by to get some supplies and the kids want to stretch their legs, they're in their pajamas. Understandable. But then it made me think, what are the unacceptable circumstances one would be wearing their pajamas? Pajamas, mind you. A piece, an article of clothing that is worn specifically before you're supposed to go to sleep. At night, at home, behind closed doors, where the world's not supposed to see you. Oh, but, but Patrick, they have, they have fashionable pajamas now. You can look like Rudolph, and you got some to make you look like an elf, and they got others that are really nice, so obviously they want people to see you. Well, I don't understand this concept, because why would you go to a store to purchase pajamas for the purpose of taking them and wearing them at Walmart. Do you see the logic? There is none. That's the problem. There is no logic to this. Your goal is to wear on your outing to Walmart with your friends your candy cane pajamas? Okay. Let's take it a little step. Let's take it. Uh, okay. Let's take it back a little bit more. You're going with your friends. You're in your group. Everybody's happy. Everybody's like, oh, I don't care if anybody sees me in my pajamas. I, I'm just being comfortable. No, you're being an idiot, number one. Sorry, but you are. It also tells me that you're lazy, unwilling to try in the morning. And, and you know what? Here's the thing is that I realize you're not there because you're in a hurry or, oh, you're just trying to be comfortable because your hair is done. And oh, by the way, before I get further into this, I'm not picking specifically on females because my most aggravated observance was a gentleman at least my age or older walking in said candy cane pajamas with slippers inside of a Walmart, a public place. Granted, not the most reputable place and understandable. The You know, you want to blend in with the rest of, of the culture in a Walmart, but... Why, as a grown man in the afternoon, would you feel it's acceptable to wear, or do you feel it's appropriate to wear your PJs to a Walmart? And I'm not talking about sweatpants. I'm not talking about uh, a sweater. 
that can be somewhat understandable. You came from a workout. You, you're in a hurry somewhere. Your, your laundry may be done that, but then in the case that your laundry is not done, why would you go to a Walmart? And specifically, not to just get something and get out, which would be the case if it were me, but to mingle and talk to your friends. Are you having a slumber party inside of the Walmart? Really? What, what point are you trying to make? What effort would it take to find a pair of jeans, a pair of slacks? I'm an old man now. Let me sip my rum. What effort truly would it take to actually prepare yourself? You had enough time to prepare your hair, so obviously you meant to be seen. You wanted to be seen, and you're spending more than half an hour inside of a Walmart. I, fully prepared, have made strategies to get in and out of a Walmart within 10 minutes, but thanks to being a father of two, rarely do I leave there under an hour. So I'm aware of these people who are just there before I get there, while the duration of I'm there, getting in the way of my Fruity Pebbles, Christmas edition, I should I should point out. And pass, they're past me leaving. Patrick, why do you care? I shouldn't care. I really shouldn't. It just, it's so annoying. And especially when they're right in front of you. And it's like, do you think there's somehow a fashion statement you're making by wearing your pajamas to Walmart? Is it really that important? Did you be seen in your Teddy Ruxpin pajamas? I don't know. I don't know. I'm old. I'm old now because I don't understand this. I've also seen it in the case where I'm, I'm sorry, now I'm, now here I go, where I'm driving to work and I'll see the small elementary school kids that the crossing guard lady comes out and screams at me. You, uh, I think you all know this person, but specifically me for some reason. She sees me coming a mile away and nothing, nothing, nothing. But before the kids even get to the thing, she sc- runs out into the crosswalk with her sign, waving it in the air frantically for the men, the fat man in the car to stop. And the fat man I referred to myself, of course, because I told you about my doctor. Well, no way it has to be so mean. Anyway, I'll see the parents, usually mothers, taking their children to school. The child is fully dressed, ready for their day. The mother is not. She is still in pajamas with her hair up in a bun. This, once again, is acceptable in the sense that they are running late. Something has gone wrong. She has concentrated all of her efforts into making sure that their children actually get there on time, which I respect, and that's great, but for the love of God, you couldn't find time to switch from pajamas? When did it become fashionable to be lazy? Barring those excuses, barring those few instances where I understand it's a dire emergency, you got to get out. Why would you allow yourself to settle for what you woke up in? Troublesome. But seriously, stop wearing your pajamas everywhere. Nobody wants to see them. They're not, they don't make you look cute. They make you look like you can't try and you have no effort or self-respect. Now, I'm sorry about ranting off on that. That specifically was the reason why I wanted to make this podcast because I had to ask that question. Do you wear your pajamas to Walmart? And if you do, good God, why? Or give me the best examples you have of reasons that people should be allowed to wear pajamas everywhere. Why not? Why why stop? Why stop at Walmart? Why not wear it to a job interview? Why not wear it to when you're going to the bank? Wear your pajamas to the bank, for good, goodness sake. I don't understand why you don't do this. You should wear them to ride the bus. You should wear them in an Uber. Wear them to a night out on the town with your significant other or on a date. Going to the movies, wear your pajamas. Rarely do I see that occur. I wonder why. What changes? 
Got enough about the pajamas. Ugh. Good lord. The guy had to have been in his 40s. He had to have been in his 40s. And he's wearing pajamas like a 10-year-old. Seriously. Did your house just burn down? If it did, I'm really sorry that I don't have that information, and I apologize profusely. But if you just chose willingly in the afternoon to wear pajamas to the Walmart... Hmm. Moving on. One of the other reasons that I guess something like that could happen is because people are in a rush. They don't want to stop. They need to get somewhere quickly. They don't have time to stop. They're on their way to their best friends to be lazy all day long, which I can't argue with. I've done that several times, but not before getting dressed, of course. And it makes me think, why are people in such a hurry then? Why are most people in a hurry to go nowhere? Why are people in a hurry in general? And it made me think, we really do live now in a culture that is rewarded by how quickly you can get something done. Mind you, not how well you can get something done, but how quickly you can get something done. Let me give you an example. Have you noticed it's annoying when somebody doesn't respond to your text almost right away? They sent you 50,000 texts. You send them back saying your answer, asking them a question, and they disappear until that afternoon. And you feel that frustration? Did they just drop their phone and run away? Usually that's the case, and that happens especially with my parents where they'll call me, I missed a call, so I'll call them immediately right back, and then they don't answer, and they drop the phone and run away, and it's frustrating because it's like, and I thought, why am I getting upset? Because I expect them to answer like this, because our technology, our friends, our family, our jobs, if you're on YouTube making content, you're pressured and rewarded to make content the quickest, the fastest, the first. I know if many of you remember the, the days of the early YouTube culture of first. Everybody had to be the first comment, and I, uh, that still persists in some areas, and I, you still see it. In fact, a company that I greatly, greatly respect, I have to believe, observe this weird self-identification people have with being the first to do something and named their sponsorship program specifically after that. Because they realized that especially the younger generation, not excluding mine necessarily, but the younger generation identifies with being the first to do anything. See a show, get a phone, watch a movie, read a book. I wish read a book, but instead they're concerned with wearing their pajamas. Sorry, I'm still hung up on that. Why? Why is it so important to be the first. I think many people for like the equate with being the first to doing something with being the best at it. Clearly they don't understand why they have volumes of the Guinness Book of World Records. It is because rarely is the first person to accomplish something the best at it. And the best at it usually fluctuates over the course of time because somebody else comes along and does a better job. And this is frustrating because it makes me feel like we've forgotten the value of doing things slowly. In a lot of cases, it's ironic because if you do a job, a task, your work slowly, not diving into the realm of procrastination or sloth, but slowly where you actually think about what you're doing. The old saying that says, better to do something right the first time than to have to go back and do it again. 
Clearly, that wasn't the case with me yesterday when I forgot to turn on the microphone, so that's a great example. Damn it. Imagine me here ranting about pajamas and I find out that the microphone's not on. Great. Anyway. And it made me relearn that lesson, even in that moment, that doing things slowly isn't always a bad thing. People eat quickly. Why? They're in a hurry. Why? To go where? They don't know. Then they get someplace and they end up what? Waiting, either for the movie to start, for their friends to get there, the first one's at their job and nobody else is there. That one you can kind of get away with because, yeah, it looks good if you're there early, but after a while, does it really matter? Some people have to be the first out with their friends. Some people have to be the, they have to be the fastest drivers, especially in El Paso. It's a problem because I've had friends who have driven in Los Angeles and Austin and uh, hell, in Germany on the Autobahn. All of them say pretty much the same thing. Everybody drives quickly, but they know what they're doing. And in El Paso, they drive quickly, but most people don't know what they're doing, and they're selfish drivers, and they tend to push their ways. And I think I've talked about this a little bit before, but I'm just using that as an example one more time, to get to where they want to go faster. For the longest time, there was a, there was a big area of construction outside where I live because they were putting in a roundabout, and he was blocking traffic and bottlenecking it down to one lane. Most people getting frustrated with this decided that they would go onto the dirt road and find their way to the next lane through the dirt road. And I have to think always, where are they going so fast that they have to get there quickly? Why? Where did patience go? The value of waiting for something, waiting for a movie. Thank God George R. R. Martin appears to understand this concept. He makes these wonderful books. Good Lord, I pray it's not the case, but it's more than likely the poor man's going to pass away before he releases his final books. And there's value in that because he knows that the true, complete story he wants to tell cannot be told if he's at the same pace as HBO and all these other people that are just trying to get him to get something out right away. At that point, he would cease being his story and be some bastardized version of his works because he had to get it out fast. Typically, people have to rush through things because they have to meet a deadline. And in trying to meet that deadline, they diminish the quality of their work. Once again, not going into the realm of procrastination, which is a fine-tooth comb between the two, but there is something to be said about understanding the value of doing it right the first time. And my belief is that if you truly value doing something correctly, you're going to be willing to take the time to do it right. And if you don't, you're going to rush through it and you didn't really care about it in the first place. And you're doing it for the wrong reasons. That has to do with anything in life. It's especially sad when you see it in front of family. People having conversations with each other, but usually it's, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, huh? All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. For those of you listening to the audio podcast, I was motioning with my cell phone, making the uh, example of what I observed in some cases where people are in so much of a hurry to get to the next thing, to watch the next thing. They're on Twitter. They're, they can't be away from their dopamine rush of the next tweet that they can't slow down and appreciate the conversation that's happening in front of them. Most of us on YouTube have learned about the eight second rule. Now it's the five-second rule, and it's gradually turning into a three-second rule. And what that means is that if you don't capture the attention of your audience within those first couple of seconds, there's a very high chance they're going to turn it off. And they can tell. And the way that they can tell is that there's a, there is a graph that we can watch in the exact moment the viewership drops. And 
that tells us what they liked, what they didn't like. So I, I expect that line to have dropped about, what, three minutes into the pajama thing? I'm pretty sure. It's unfortunate because then instead of taking your time introducing yourself and giving a full account of it, you're working more on the idea that someone has to be entertained, jingle your keys in front of them so that they can pay attention. And most people don't like being talked down to, even though it's the truth. Now, this may apply to you. It may not. But there's enough people that it does apply to that it had, I can't even talk about it. And, and, it's, and it's insane. There are some masterful works on YouTube, some masterful works on iTunes, a podcast that are so good, but they're a slower pace. They don't go quick and they're not making jokes every five seconds, but they're going at a good speed, speeds that I like. And of course, you don't want to listen to everything that's completely slow, but there is some good stuff in there if you're willing to listen to it. There's also works from people who have done great things that now if they're not producing every five seconds, they feel obligated to do something and then they, their main work ends up suffering. Now, in the case of where that's your job, I guess that's kind of understandable, but why would you let your body of work suffer as a result of other people's pressure? Compromise. There has to be compromise. I understand that. I understand that there are situations where you're not necessarily going to be rewarded. People don't cater to the patient, to the slow and that's unfortunate because the slow, yes, take a while to get it done, but they usually get it done right. And they usually, in my experience, get it done better and are usually the best. And if you do something slowly at first and you truly understand how it works, gradually you get faster at it because now you know what it takes to do it correctly. It's like practicing a musical instrument. If you're going to practice anything, you practice it slow at first and then you get better. Typing. You get better at typing because you practice it slow at first and then you speed up because you're not even thinking about it anymore. It's something to think about, really. You only get so many years on this earth and you spend everything trying to do everything in microtransaction seconds. Slow down. Learn to appreciate it. How many of you even realize we're so close to Christmas right now? Or your holiday of choice. To them, it's just another day without something to entertain them. So they'll look to everything to entertain them in the sake of saying it's not as important to me because I got better things to do and they rush off to the next thing. I implore you, slow down. Enjoy your circumstances. Enjoy what it is you're doing, and if you're being tasked with doing something important, take your time to do it right. Once again, once again, not crossing over into the realm of procrastination, but sincerely try to slow down and appreciate everything. Unintentionally deep there. I apologize. That being said, I think here is a good place to stop. I just wanted to wish everybody here a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. And if I don't see you before the New Year, Happy New Year's. Also, the JE will resume more normal, more regular content after the New Year as we have decided to take this small hiatus. But then Brandon brought to my attention we did not tell anybody about that. So I thank you for your patience and letting us take our time to do things somewhat decently. And uh, stay safe, have a great new year, and make sure to visit our blogspot at jackassexpress.blogspot.com or our Facebook page, facebook.com slash jackassexpress. Our Twitter, at jackassexpress. If you want to message me personally, at Celtic Horn, that's me on Twitter. We're still working on a new website designed by the wonderful, most amazing Christopher Thompson. Our old logo, our original logo, not our original, original logo, the crap one that I made, the amazing one that Christopher Thompson made, but the prior one, we are going to be switching from that logo to our brand new logo, also designed by the amazing Christopher Thompson. 
and we are going to be discontinuing the sale of the old style on January 1st. So please, if you are somewhat haphazardly interested in getting a t-shirt, wait for us to post a coupon code that you can see on Facebook. Go there, do that, and have a piece of JAE history to tell all your friends so they can say who. Thank you for watching. Remember to subscribe, and we will see you next time. Farewell! Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.